Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Carton and Roberts, Craig Allfield return on Monday. Big Mac. Sit in the big chair. Hey there. On this wonderful Thursday, we'll get into James Dolan's dating profile, which I found fascinating to read and look at this morning. But first, let's go to uh, Mike on Long Island. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, boys? How are we doing today? Excellent. What's up, Mike? All right. Like, you know, I feel like I just, you know, woke up Christmas morning listening to you guys actually talk Ranger-Nick comparison and about the garden. I've been waiting for this, I feel like, for 40 years. Really? Okay. I'm a big... I'm a, <laughs> sounds listen, like I'm you a want die- to join the coalition. That's what it sounds uh, like. I am, a, I am a diehard Ranger fan. I have been my entire life. Evan, mm-hmm. you and I are the same age. And you're right. I mean, I've been to playoff games. It's... There's no comparison to a Ranger game and a Nick game. Ranger playoff game stands alone as probably the hottest ticket to get in this town. That garden, when that place is rocking, it's there's there's no comparison to any place in any sport. The one thing it, I'll it, differ it, it, with it, you on, the one thing I will differ with you on, I'm me not off cutting that. you off, I'm pushing back on you. That old Nassau Coliseum, bro. That old barn. Oh, it got loud, baby. Uh, okay, but do you remember a couple years ago? Like, like that, five you know, times I, since 1983. <laughs> all right, but I'll tell you what. Ranger Island, the games at the Coliseum, Rangers ran that. Co- Rangers fans. Well. It was 60-40 okay. Ranger fans. I, I don't every think it, game. it was not. Si- no, it was yes. not 60-40. <laughs> Stop it. it was, Stop it, Evan. I would agree that it was 60-40 Islander fans. I'll give you that. I don't think it was 60-40 Ranger fan. You know what hurts, though, the loudness of Madison Square Garden, uh, Knicks versus Rangers? And it's not even the prices, because I think the prices are crazy with both teams. It's what we talked about, that the Knicks have beaten the care out of a lot of people. Like, I I commend the Rangers for this. Henrik Lundqvist era, while you didn't win anything, yeah, you had a a pretty good era of Rangers. They went, I think it was six years with winning at least one round. And every stinking series, it didn't matter who they were playing. It went seven. It went seven. Every time. They played, if you look at Lundqvist's numbers, like, I think he's like 35 and 12 in game sevens. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's that much. Like, they played a ton of playoff hockey there. So, yeah, the idea that, you know, you go crazy over the one series against the Hawks last year or, you know, against the, the Celtics in 2013, whatever year it was, like it's it's few and far between. No. The Rangers are consistently, they're a little lull at the end of the, the Henrik run there. But lull. They say they, send, like a three a, or four year they send a letter that says we're rebuilding and yeah. five minutes later they're in the playoffs. Yeah, it's some lull. Well, oh, my God, the league I makes the playoffs. I know the NBA is the same way. But, yeah, um, but it, did, it hasn't helped the Knicks over the last decade. It has not, no. I mean, you over can name off the top of your head all the playoff years. Yep. Like since the Ewing era ended. Yeah. I'll do it right now. It's not 2004, you got swept by the Nets. I wanted to bring that up. I'm, is that, the one, is that, that the one where Isaiah Thomas welcomed us back to the playoffs? You welcomed us back to the playoffs. <laughs> Tim Thomas called us Fugazi, and then a broom was taken. Uh-huh. Then they missed the playoffs. They make it three straight years in 11, 12, and 13. They get swept by Boston. They lose to Miami in five. And then they've got the great Carmelo year, the 54-win year. Yeah. They went around, even though they almost choked it. Yep. And then Roy Hibbert swatted yeah. Melo away. You lost in the second round. I hate the Pacers. Then you missed the playoffs all the way until the Trey Young series two years ago. That's it. I just gave you the whole list. Now, if I tried to do that with the Rangers, it, the reason it would be tougher. difficult is not like a hockey basketball knowledge thing. It's that they were there every year. Every year? <laughs> no, every year. It's completely different. I completely agree. The Rangers have been a far better product. Far better. Now, speaking of the Rangers and Knicks, and I 
I don't want to say I feel bad because it was in the New York Post, right? So if it's in the New York Post, I think it's fair. You're game. not breaking the story. You didn't hack his computer. I didn't know. No one hacked anything. Okay. Apparently, I'm sorry. I don't, I, no one hacked anything. There was a, a dude or a gal, I'm not sure whom, that was on this Raya dating app. Okay. okay? It's called Raya. R A Y A. I didn't know much about it, but I'll tell you about it. It's a private membership-based social networking application. It launched in 2015. The app was initially a dating app, but, okay, I'll make this clear, Mm -hmm. but over time has added features to promote professional networking and social discovery. Right. Okay? That's the app. So somebody, I guess, came across James Dolan, you know, because he's on the app. Sure. Which I think he's publicly admitted, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that he talked about it, that yeah. he's on this app. So good for him. Yeah, good for right? him. And someone took a picture of his profile and his picture. So I assume it's real. Is it possible it's fake? Yeah. I guess. But there's nothing bad in the profile. In fact, I was reading the profile thinking, oh, I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to laugh at him. Oh, this is great. I'm going to compare him to the profile I used to have back in the day sure. many years ago. And I got Reddit, and I, I, I have to be honest with you, kind of sounds like a cool dude. Like, I I think I want to connect with him. You want to connect with him? You want to join up and see if you can have a meeting? Do you mind if I read it to you? I don't mind. All right. So it says James is 67. He's in the sports entertainment tech department, and he lives in New York City and Las Vegas. And he says, I never do anything in a half measure. I'm self-aware, but not self-absorbed. Older than you think, but not in my thinking. Oh, that's gotcha. pretty that's pretty good. Older than you think, but not in my thinking. But not in my thinking. Okay. Sober in more ways than one. No more kids, but love the ones I have. Still working hard and excited by what I'm building. I've got room for a partner in crime, but I'll be fine if it doesn't happen. I can make you laugh. Look at this. I can make that's you laugh. Funny. Hopefully you can do the same. I am not what you read in the press. <laughs> <laughs> that guy Much does softer, gentler. That man. guy does not exist. And this is my favorite part. This is where I'm like, you know what? This guy's kind of cool. Ready? Mm-hmm. I will beat you at backgammon and wordle. Let's play. <laughs> I gotta tell you, he, uh, who doesn't want to date him? I will beat you at backgammon world. The funny thing about Wordle is I think everybody had that with their significant other for a brief time. Sure, sure. Where me and my wife had competitions. I would send her that I finished it in three and she'd be all pissed off or vice versa. So I, I like that because it's true. Those are the kind of things you do as a couple. I, and it's I find this guy likable all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. I never found him. You know, I mean, I, guess I, I didn't yeah. find him unlikable. Not because I he mean, was the owner of the Knicks, necessarily. I mean, things well, happened at the Garden. There are but, things. Yeah. I was trying to talk to him when he was here about why we want owners to sell teams. Right. Like, yeah, the team sucks. We want you to sell the team. You don't understand that? Yeah. He didn't really fully understand that. He also yeah. didn't understand why I was a Knicks season ticket holder and I give him money even though I hate the team. But whatever, he's fine. He didn't fine. understand that either, no. I got to tell you, I love this profile. I, I do. I think he comes across like a good dude. I think that if James Dolan was really, really smart. So if you're maybe, looking, if you're interested in marrying a billionaire. I mean, if there are any uh, ladies out there in yeah. their 50s and 60s. I like that he didn't lead with that necessarily. What, that he's looking for somebody? No, that he's filthy rich. He didn't mention that, it. I guess that's implied. I don't know if the website implies no, it. No, I don't think it is implied because no. it's James. Yeah. And unless you recognize him. Yeah. How do you know that? And all yeah. he says is sports and entertainment, tech, New York City, Las Vegas. And nothing of the, the musical band either. That, that's the, bro, this is the screenshot that was leaked out okay. by whomever leaked it, which is just wrong. Why would you do that? It's some, you know, come on. Yeah. And then some guy reads it on the air like this. It's just completely ridiculous. The only reason I felt comfortable reading it is because I like it. I think, I think it's cool. Like, I'm not making fun of him. I think uh, Vincent Von Vincent's going to use that for his profile yeah. going forward. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Take some notes. <laughs> for, no, but Connor, VS is single here, over there? He already has a profile. Yes, and I'm on the apps. Are you? Yeah. Not a lot of luck oh. on the apps, though. The apps are tough. Yeah. I think it's easier if you're a billionaire owner of a sports team. <laughs> well, I would well, imagine. Well, well Con, you, you're worried about getting catfished. Like, you show up to some girl's house and it's yeah. whatever. I mean, you, you don't know, know you what don't you're going to get. Well, you, don't, exactly. you don't go straight to a house. Wow. You got to go to a public place. You know, I would. I I almost got catfished once. True story. So I was on the app, mm-hmm. and there's this girl, you know, very attractive girl. I'm like, okay, we're talking. I was more interested in the profile, obviously, than the pictures. I mean, come on. What am I? Yeah. And I could tell in the she first. She loves mint chocolate chip ice cream. You had so much in common. Yeah, yeah. I could tell in the first email, I don't think she's real. Like, there was something <laughs> off about her. 
And then she started that she, asking. That she asked for money for a, uh, a prince. Then she started asking me for money. And she said, look, I'm on vacation. I'm in Russia. And unfortunately, I have no money. I'd love to come back and hang out. And I'm like, well, you know. Netflix and chill. It has been a while. Now. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't you think Evan's more of the catfish? Like they say, hey, I got this guy. He's right, successful, yeah, yeah. smart, funny. He's on the radio. Yeah. They show up and you walk out and they go, oh, boy. In basketball shorts. <laughs> you didn't mention what you look like. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I never They're out at dinner. He spills a little water on his on his pants. He's like, no worries. <laughs> Takes off his pants. He sits there in basketball. I've only done that on a date once, okay? And I had to. I spilled the wine. I took the pants off. It's fine. I had shorts underneath. But I was sitting at a Nets game that night. And when I was reading this, I said, you know what, Evan? Come on. This isn't real. What are you doing? So I, I said no. <laughs> I would hope so. I said no. Send and then. To, send, me to, send money to Russia so I can come hang out. <laughs> I mean, Pretty much. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? What Tyler? are you thinking? But Luckily, I'm... no, that hasn't happened to me. <laughs> okay. No Russian money has been asked of no. me. What does your profile say? Like, do you talk about beating somebody at Wordle and backgammon? No, I, th I don't know if I even have anything in my, my bio. I have, like, maybe a couple what? of questions that there's, like, little prompts. Like, Hinge is one of the dating apps. They have little prompts. Right. I think I try to make jokes. I don't exactly he's remember got a, what he's, my prompts uh, are. If you follow his Twitter handle, he's very, no very dry... Humor, sarcastic, flat and sarcastic. Oh, yeah. So the other day I, I saw <laughs> Connor tweet out, boy, it's great watching the snow from my view. Yes. And he tweets out a picture of this, like, <laughs> yeah. insane view from Manhattan with the Empire right. State Building. And I'm reading this saying, how much are they paying this guy? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Spike Eskin's got me under the table making some extra cash here. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, I think he's pulling our legs. So I, I tweeted at you and said, we all know that's Lugie's apartment. <laughs> and, and I don't want to name names, but there are people that work here that got fooled that actually thought he lived there. But by the way, Cotton, Cotton you lived in Hoboken. Now you live in New York City. You don't need to be on a dating app. Just open your window. No, There's no, no, women no, 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 everywhere. No, 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 Just say, no, no, no. I'm Connor Green. I board up at the fan. Lugie, and they'll be lining up. Lugie, a lot of people aren't honest about this. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think Big Mac will hopefully be honest. Okay. Yeah. I don't care what anybody thinks. These dating apps are the greatest things ever. Because well, it sounds like not anymore. It sounds like we were in the golden era well, of it just getting started. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's... but back in the day, like here's the process. Okay, you go to a bar, you hit on somebody, which I had done many, many times. Yeah, and you don't even know if they're single. You have no idea what they're interested in. The beautiful they... thing about an app is they're telling you what they're interested in. They're they're laying it out there, and if they think you're ugly, no big deal. Okay, they don't they don't progress. If they think you're cute and they like your profile. Things move on. Yeah. It is so straightforward. And in this world of playing games, what is he thinking? What is she yeah. thinking? You are so... I love you. You're adorable. Thank you. You're so wrong. Connor, keep the, swiping, bro. The problem is there, there's too many options on the app. And then yeah. everyone's always looking for the next best thing. Yeah, Back in the day, you just meet somebody, you, yeah. you hit it off, you go you on a few dates. You follow them into a bar like Evan used to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was before. Yeah, when them. you started doing it, they would settle for people like you. There's no more settling. So many people are on it that they don't want to settle for Connor, which I think Connor is, is that a, what you're saying? a valuable... Yeah, there's got to be. Everyone's always looking for the next best option. It's one swipe away. Uh. Back in the day, it was just like, hey, I met somebody. If I want to meet somebody again, I got to go to like you know, a bar, and it's a whole big process. Now I could just sit there and swipe, swipe, swipe no, until I, I find I, somebody better. I think you're, you know what, Can I, I'm kind of an expert on this, so I'm going to give you a little advice. You're an expert on it. I'm not that good-looking of a guy. Like I'm, You're I, an expert on not being good-looking? I'm not Congratulations. Good right, but I, I mean, I think in some moments I can clean up and look okay and be yeah. presentable, certainly when I'm not taking free throws, but not, not the best-looking guy. The profile is the key. Like, you got to put something in there that makes people say, oh, he's funny. Like, James yeah. Dolan did that. Yeah. James Dolan, I'm not looking at his picture. I don't even care. I'm looking at his profile saying, hey, that's a that guy seems cool to hang out with. I want to chill and watch Netflix with James, uh, James Dolan. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need to do. So what I need you to start doing is start thinking and start putting together a profile like James Dolan did. And then before you know it, oh, my God. It's going to be a different world for you, Connor. Getting a band, too. That would probably help with the yeah. ladies. Yeah, right? Weekend night producer board, I'm probably not going to get yeah. it. Well, they don't know that, right? What was the sound line? You're, you don't know me, but your dad does. Yeah. Right? You can <laughs> that do that one. But I had an awkward moment once where I got, like, I don't want to say I disrespected um, dating services, but I kind of was like, eh, in front of some, like, so I was, I, there was a time in my life, three of my friends all got married, like, within a couple months of each other. Right, right. And I was the only one. That was in all three bridal parties. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm literally in three bridal parties over the course of one fall. And I went to one of the rehearsal dinners. 
And the mother of the, this groom comes up to me and she's like, so you're in all these weddings. You're not bringing anyone. You know, you're not with anyone right now. I'm like, no, I'm not dating anyone at the minute. You know, what are you going to do? She's like, why don't you try and do a dating app? And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I have to resort to that just yet. Oh, God. Standing, I know where this is going. Standing, standing right beside me is this guy's brother. He's like, I met my wife on a dating app. <laughs> we have three beautiful children. What's the problem with dating apps? And I'm like, uh, like nothing's the problem with it. I, I mean, I probably should. You're probably right. I probably should go on a dating site. But like, I just casually said, nah, I don't think I have to resort to that. Like, because she almost came up to me like, oh, you poor soul. She felt bad for it. Can't you find someone? You're in all these weddings. You can't bring anyone, a cousin, anyone. You should try a dating app. I was like, I don't think I have to resort to that. I have a wife. She's the love of my I life. You I found say all three friends who got married met their no, wives no, on no, no. <laughs> I just happened to say it in front of the wrong person who's like, what's the matter with that? Uh, I, have, I have a beautiful family. I'm, like, was, I'm sure you do. The, the defense I'll have of you is there was a moment in time in which that was the perception. Yeah, right? no, yeah. right. You're on a dating app, you're a freaking loser. I don't think that's the case anymore. No, no. And it wasn't back then either. It was just the perception of it. It was, you know, but I, thankfully I, I didn't, I never had one. And I met my wife through um, other oh, means. What a beautiful story. Yeah, beautiful. Other that means. That is a beautiful story. It goes story. down in history. Other means? What was she, a hitchhiker you found <laughs> on the side of the road? What <laughs> other means <laughs> would that have? So I, actually, I actually met her at one of those three weddings. So oh, there nice. you go. Oh, now nice. The story, story comes full circle. It's like a Seinfeld Because that's always a myth, right? You go to a wedding, single guy, you're, you're guaranteed to get laid. That, that doesn't really happen. That's just in, like, movies. Yeah, but no. Big Mac did. Well, you think we oh, went home? On. You think we went home that evening? Oh, I didn't say that. Hold on. Hold is that on. what you said? No, no, no. Why are you letting what? him disrespect Excuse your wife? Are like you disrespecting my wife? Did you hug for the first three months? Not that there's anything wrong with Relax. Yeah, we hugged for three months straight. It's okay. You could say what the truth is. Baker's man. You got. You went to the wedding and you got lucky. I got lucky because I met my wife. Yes, that's what I just said. She didn't like take me back to the dungeon and ball gag. I didn't say that you were making out in the closet at the wedding, but you got in the mix. I'm just saying, you know. I met my wife at a wedding. Yes, that's someone. A hundred different hands on my body. (laughs) Exactly. That's the weddings I've been to. The tweet tweet I got yesterday about Lugie was very accurate. I think this fits the bill. Well, they say, Lugie's going to be that 58-year-old kind of creepy guy hanging out of the <laughs> Creepy? Yeah. I am not creepy, and first yo, of all. No, and talking to all the kids, you're going to live vicariously through going, <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, you going to do some damage tonight? You going to do some damage? Do you damage. Do some damage. Uh, you're so right. <laughs> yeah. You're so right. Let's go to Seth in Brooklyn. What's up, Seth? How are you guys? First-time caller, long-time listener. Um I listen to you guys. I'm a 65-year-old high school basketball coach in Connecticut, but I'll always be a Brooklyn boy. Look at you. What's up, man? couple things. First off, you guys got to tell me how a billionaire has to go on a dating site to get a woman. I'll tell you why. Because everybody (laughs) who's trying to pick up James Dolan only wants his money. And the truth is, they should know that he will kick your ass at Wordle. Lugie, great job yesterday. Big Mac, great job today. Well, thank you. My my call is about this. I actually stayed on the phone for about an hour and a half trying to get through when I heard about your foul shot. Yeah. Now, I've been coaching high school here in Connecticut for 21 years. Are you going to offer me lessons? Is that where this is going? Because I really appreciate that. Well, that would help. I can do that. But I haven't seen the shot. But my, my, my point is this. Being as old as I am, and I... Uh, up until three years ago, I got into a, uh, accident on a golf cart and broke my wrist in two places. They had to put a, uh, uh, plate into my wrist. I'm sorry to hear my that. right, my right shoulder. I have, uh, uh, what do you call it? Issues with it anyway. But my point is I had to show these kids that I can actually shoot before I can get them to buy in. Right. So before the before this all happened, when we get new kids in and the old kids would laugh, I bet them fifty push ups that I can make seven out of ten from the foul line okay. with my eyes closed. Right, with their eyes closed. Look eight. at this. Yeah. And then they go to to start doing push ups, and I said, "Wait, we'll go double or nothing, and I can bank in seven for ten at the line, and I bank in nine. Now I can't shoot the. I have a torn labrum. That's what it is. You so, sound like Craig Carter. Yeah, right I'm now. very familiar with dealing I with the torn labrum. I got a torn labrum. I got this. I got that. Okay. <laughs> so my point is, it takes me probably ten or fifteen shots 
to loosen up the labrum. I, I can't that. straighten out my left hand All right. to guide the ball. But what I'd like to do is, if you'd be willing to do it, I coach an Immaculate High School in Danbury, Connecticut, to do some type of fundraiser for the kids and, and uh, the school by having you come up and we can have a foul shooting contest. Done! <laughs> and, for and, charity, sure. And I, I, would let, I would let you win if you wanted. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Again, I haven't seen you. Can you miss all 10 to guarantee victory? I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> you know, the one, the one thing I got to defend I, myself I, on, and Seth, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get your info. It's a great idea, and I appreciate it. My four may have been ugly, and I may have looked fat, which is the, the big complaint of me. I, I, the, the shot almost made it. Like, it's not like it was, you know, an air ball. No, it was a good shot. It wasn't like it was well, like, horribly no, off. Yeah, it, you hit back iron. It's not the worst shot ever. It was not it the worst It looked like shot. on target. You threw it a little too hard. But it's just the form. Oh, okay. You have one foot behind the other. You, you, you pretty much just bring your arms up and then release the ball from its zenith. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a good foul Yeah, shot. but if the shot goes in, who the hell cares? But it didn't. So I, now I, we can knock you. But You're I was, right. If it went in, no one would have been able to well, say Well, what anything. I'm going to do next time, and I'm not sure when, maybe it'll become a weekly special, like sports with Evan or whatever the hell you want to call. Come up with a creative name yourself. Right. Uh, I think I'm going to shoot a three. I think I'm going to go up there. I'll make believe um, Seth Curry off a, off a screen. Yeah. That's right. Seth Curry off a screen. Mm-hmm. By the way, he's useless. I am so done with <laughs> Seth Curry. What a waste of time he is. What happened to Joe Harris? He sucks. What, I mean, happened? what happened to him? He can't move. He can't defend. <laughs> He's terrible. Yeah. Wait, wait, what, what happened to Joe Harris? <laughs> I just had to say something because yesterday you said, as you were describing, I don't know, I wish we can go back and get it. As you were talking about Joe Harris, you started doing this. What am I doing? Oh, I'm sorry. You can't see. Yeah, well, describe me. You started to put your arm on the desk. Right. And like... Slide it up and down in anger. You were like Joe Harris. He can't shoot. He can't <laughs> dribble. He's he terrible. can't play defense. He's like you could just tell how He's mad awful. you were. He's terrible. I was like, good God. He's like, you know what, Joe? I got nothing. You know, I love Joe. Yes. I got nothing but love I for know. Joe Harris. He's once in that, always in that. He went he was... from being the guy that I you know. constantly told me to bet for the first basket of the game because they ran the first play through him. I know. And now you can't stand him. You you practically. Well, he's, he's... Imprinting your arm into the desk, bro. He's terrible. Like, what do you want me to tell you? I, I I, if someone's terrible, you're going to call them terrible. Like, if Garrett Cole has an eight and a half ERA in the middle of August, what are yeah. you going to do? You're going to call him terrible. I am. You're not going to like it. No. But you're going to call like it is. So he's terrible. So yeah, I think my next uh, sporting venture is going to be just drilling threes. I'm just going to be drilling threes. Okay. Just one after another. Yeah. And I've proven with this missed free throw that I don't take multiple shots. Because that's the problem around here. And we I'll name names. Yeah, people would just make the video until it went in. I'll tell you the guy. Yeah. I'll tell you the guy right now. I know who you're going to say. And you don't have to like it, but it's the truth. And his name is Craig Carton. I knew you were going to say Craig. I mean, it's Craig Carton. Craig Carton and I, here's the truth. My, I love Craig. I miss him this week. Right. Especially now looking at you. It's yeah. like it's been a long well, I mean, week. He's been on but vacation. But you look at me anyway. I know, but it's day. I'm starting to miss him. Okay. First day or Thank two, you. it's like, ah, this is, I'm having a good time. Yeah, it's, been, it's, like, like, it's been a bunch of, because it was two the other week. You have had a bunch of musical Because built up shares. a lot of vacation days, yeah. as he likes to remind me. So, Craig and I are at Jet Camp, and he says we should have this competition where we try to throw the footballs into the garbage can. And I was like, great. And same thing, my form is terrible, it's awful, and I beat his ass. Like, I just legitimately beat him. Mm-hmm. And he is so embarrassed. He's like, Izzo, you got to film this. I keep filming until I make it. So he waits until he fil- keeps filming till he makes it. And then Izzo splices the video up right. so that Craig can win. And by the way, I get it. Like, I have to lose, right? Yeah. That's, I'm, that's, I'm the loser. That's the angle we've played. And that's, like, I own that. It's we all fine. have our roles. And for the good of this radio station and the show, I will take my L. I lost. But the truth is, and you know it, and Lugie knows it, and now the world knows it. I kicked his ass, but he needed to fix the video <laughs> to get a victory. I don't feel that way. I went out and shot one damn free throw, and I missed it. So next week, I'm shooting a three. And if it's an air ball, I'm going to live with it. Oh, thanks, SNY, for showing the free throw again. Yep, here we go. <laughs> let's, let's break it down. <laughs> Here's what I'm you saying. You walk up to it. You only dribble twice. That's right. One foot behind the other. And it's off the back oh, iron. Just terrible. But here's here's why I love SNY, because I trust them. When I drill that three, and I look like Seth Curry off a screen, and there's nothing but nylon, they're going to play that too. 
They're gonna they're not, of they're, course. They're gonna play it too because they yeah. are just people of their words. Yes. So it's gonna be Good one shot. At SMY. One shot, and I'm gonna make it. And by the way, once I'm done with that, half court time, logo time, like I'm freaking Dame Lillard. Stop. You're gonna embarrass yourself, well, like not. you've already done. And I know you don't mind it. I know you don't. I know you stepped up when they needed you to embarrass Listen, yourself. Listen, I was That's told how they that. Said, they said, Evan, we need you desperately. And you said, I'll step up and make a fool of myself. Well, you're doing it again. You're banging tables. You're telling you're going to hit shots from the logo. You can't hit a foul shot. Listen, did, did Julius make all his foul shots last night? No. You know what the Knicks did last night, by the way? And I do you have the final numbers of the Knicks game? The Knicks hey, I'll pull game. them up right now. So for a good chunk of this game, and tell me if the game ended this way. I apologize. I don't think it did. But for a good chunk of last night's Knicks game, they shot better from three than they did their overall field goal percentage. Mm-hmm. Okay, that happens. Right. And they shot better on both of those numbers than their free throw percentage. So there was a time in this game, kind of like a weird caveat, right. where their three-point shooting percentage, especially in the third quarter, was like 68%. Their regular field goal percentage was 58%. And then their free throw shooting is 54%. All right, like, so they finished the game 60% from the floor, 57% from three, and 66 from the line. Ah. So that was that's what it ended at. It, so I, I don't get what yeah, I but they were, yeah, they you were don't nine, get what you want. They were seven for nine at one point. No, I know that. I mean, but, so it, but this wasn't just a first quarter stat. Okay. This was like late third quarter. The Knicks were shooting better from three than they were overall field goal percentage and better from both of that than their free throw line. Obviously, that ended up changing. But you can see it ended up pretty close. Yeah, it was pretty close, and they scored. Uh, just a reminder: 142 points on the Nets. Yes. 142. No, I'm 142. Aware of that. 142. I'll tell you something else, and I tweeted this information that last is night. Damage. That is damage. I <laughs> tweeted this last night. So I apologize if you've already seen it, but most people aren't on Twitter, so this is new information to you. If you take the last two quarters of Nets Knicks from their previous game, in which the Knicks ran them off the court, and then the first two quarters of last night. <laughs> The score over that course of four quarters was 147 to 102. Damage. That's damage. Yeah. That makes last night's final score look like, eh, whatever. Not a big deal. 147 to 102. The Brooklyn Nets suck. They're better. Oh, my God. I mean, you had a long run of being better. What'd you win? Nine, 11 games in a row? A lot of games in a row. Now it's over. It's over, man. The Knicks are much better. Right now they are. Yeah. No, no, no. Not right now. Right now they are. No, they're not. They're better. They're better. What do you want from me? I just said I, they're better. Yeah, but you're saying right now. Right now they're better. That's silly. One thing I've learned just about say sports. say they're better. Just stop saying right matter. now. One thing like I've that. learned about sports is things change very quickly. So yeah. right now the Knicks are better. No, of course they're, they they're just better. They're better. They're better. They're, they're a lot better. They're a lot better. We'll see if something changes in the next couple of weeks. God willing. It's not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like miraculously, all these guys just learn how to play together. Like, whoa, it's, a, it's like a miracle. Uh, let's go to Pete in Staten Island. What's up, Pete? Hello? Hi. Hi, Pete. Hi, guys. What's up? What's up? All right, two things real quick. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, both of you guys are really good. Thank you. Number number two, Evan, did you ever watch that movie I told you about, Final Countdown? I don't think I did. Oh, did you watch yeah. Unforgiven? I didn't do that either. Oh, my God. Uh, Final Countdown was I'm great. Sorry. That was a Kirk, that was Kirk Douglas when I went back in time. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah. I vaguely remember talking about I that. I apologize. A... I'm a very, very busy man. I'm sorry. I, right. I know me, that. You told me right to my it, face that you were going to watch Unforgiven. I know. I was planning on watching it. I never did. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. There's a lot going on. All right. Here's the other question. Yeah. The most insidious thing that they do is that every pitch the batter steps out of the box and fixes his gloves. Yeah. Are they going to stop that now or what? Not necessarily because yeah, the batter just do it quicker. The batter has a right to get back in the box at the eight second mark. So if he can go out and do that and he can do it quickly, because remember that clock gets reset as soon as the catcher throws the ball back to the pitcher, then he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really care what the batter does. As long as he's back in the box and the pitcher's thrown within fifteen seconds with nobody on base and twenty seconds with guys on base, I mean he can adjust himself all he wants. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think any of that matters, does it? No. Who cares? No. And the the one thing I'll say, though, and I, I mentioned this to you the other day, the one thing about the pitch clock and the batter uh, having to be in by eight seconds, I hate just giving the strike like to the pitcher. If he's not in there, we saw Machado. Mm-hmm. If he's not, it's just a strike. I don't – why not just say if you're not in the box in eight seconds, he can throw the pitch? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think that's a problem. Like, let the, And if he throws a ball, shame on him. Nobody was in the batter's box. You had a free strike. You didn't do it. Would you make this bet? Because I got this sent to me the other day. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Who the hell's going to bet this? I, I, I guess maybe it's interesting. I don't know. Oh, they put out I'll lines yeah. on who's going to lead the league in strike violations. 
I'm not even kidding you. You think I'm making this up? I don't know. I think that's hilarious. And who's going to lead the league in like ball who's, violations? How do they even? What do they do? Go through and see how many guys and how long they're outside the batter's box, or are they strictly? Is Machado going to be the top of the list because he's already he's already got banged? For I'm going to tell you the list. You ready? Yeah, yeah. All right. So the favorite right now amongst hitters. Yeah. Believe, believe it or not, the top three guys, two of them are Mets. Really? The top two guys to lead the league in strike violations are Met players. The number one guy, you're right, is Manny Machado, plus yeah. 350. That's just because it's already happened. So now there are two Mets yeah. right behind Manny Machado. One of them, if you're paying attention, you should know. Alonzo. There you go. Very good. Because they had the whole feature where he sprinted into the into the dugout. Look at you. I watch spring training baseball. Look at you. I love baseball. I know, uh, but I, usually, I apologize to no one. Uh, one of the critiques I always I get know, about you is you don't talk about the Mets. Yeah, because so. people get uh, upset over nonsense. I talk about everything. No, I get it. I talk about it all. I understand. I'm, 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 a, I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah. I won't deny that. No, I'm a Met fan. I, right. I know you. So, you know. Okay. The other Met, who is right behind Manny Machado and tied with Pete Alonso. Want to guess this one? It actually makes a lot of sense. Rico Bronia. No. Oh. M- Mark Hanna. God. How about that? Why does that make a lot? Because he's constantly getting hit by pitches? Nah, it just takes a lot of time. How about this one? Yeah, I think I, the ironic one would have been Nimmo. He can, <laughs> run, he can run to first base, but he can't <laughs> get in the that. batter's box. Will there be a walk-off pitch clock game winner during the 2023 regular season? <laughs> What are the odds on that? Plus 300, oh, yes. Oh, that's not that bad. Minus 450, no. Oh, I would have. So. If it's I, if it's plus 2,000, I would have done it. Here's what I'm I don't mixed, think it's going to happen. I'm very mixed about this because I've been preaching. You know, I certainly did it on the Rico. You can download it when this show is over if you want. Rico Bronia. We talked a lot about Ronnie Mauricio, but we did a little bit on the pitch clock. Answered a lot of emails about the pitch clock. And. I'm convinced that this is not going to happen during the regular season. There's very rarely going to be violations, in my in my opinion. I think so, too. And if there are, it's going to happen in April. It'll all be gone by May, June, July. Yeah. But here's why I pause about the walk-off pitch violation. Here's why I hesitate. Have you never seen a game that had a walk-off balk? It happens. Yeah. It happens. And wouldn't you admit a balk is a very rare play? Sure. And you should know better. Yes. As a pitcher, you know what a balk is. Yes. You know it's not a balk. So if we've oh, seen walk-off balks, it, it Andy Pettit me... might have not have known what a balk was because people argue to this day that you know he had about a million of them that weren't called. Yeah, but usually what happens, other than that Met Marlin game from this year, who was the lefty where that happened to? Where they call three straight balks on the lefty oh, that's Marlin right. earlier? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pitch yeah. for the Orioles. What's his name? Ah, whatever. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, no one cares. Whatever. If you don't remember, a guy was called for like 18 balks in one inning. Mm-hmm. Other than situations like that where the umpires are just like, I'm calling balks, you do know what a balk is. Like, right. a balk is either called or not called. Right. Yet, there's been walk-off balks. So because of that, I move in the direction of, yeah, there'd be a walk-off. There'd be a walk-off balk. I guess. I don't know. I, I Balks are a legitimate rule that the umpire can call. I would think that, you know, the knowing that the end-of-game situation, they're not going to be ticky-tack with this kind of thing. I just don't think they are. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think, and I think guys will get in the box. I, like, I we'll really, see. I happen to agree with you. Yeah, Richard Blyer is the guy I was thinking. Richard of. Blyer, that. good call by you, Connor. It certainly wasn't Lugie. He's no. too busy doing other things, like yeah. re-listening to his show from yesterday. Yeah, I know. Big on that. Yeah, there was something he said that my wife was a little bothered by. I'm yeah, sure it's funny. He, he said many things. I sat there last night and I was like, Evan's family probably hates me. I'm doing it for entertainment. I defend show. I but you offend people. But it, what I will say this is that. You guys say a lot about me that, and I have parents, and I have a wife, so, what? you know, eh. No, 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 That's no. All we say is you're wealthy and that you and your wife swing. Uh, That's it. Yeah, no, that. no. I think you're, you're, missing, <laughs> you're missing short ter- memories. You're misinterpreting, I think, what Go I was ahead. saying. And I'll say it because a few people mentioned this to me. Oh. oh they said it was kind of mean how Loogie on the air said he doesn't like kids. He just doesn't like kids. And I was like, I find that hard to believe because hmm. to Loogie's credit, he is so sweet to Jack. Yeah. Like, Jack came in and did a show once. Loogie was awesome. We went to AEW last year. Loogie was awesome. I, I love Jet. He's a great kid. I even said it to your mom when I met her. I was like, Loogie's great with kids. Like, I am. His son is awesome with kids. But not all so, kids are created equal. What does that mean? You Meaning some kids? are pain in the asses. <laughs> I mean, what am I, <laughs> breaking news here? Yes. No, well, that's why. You I, are breaking news because you have no idea what you're I, talking I about. Like, I like having. <laughs> you have absolutely I no have, idea. I have no idea what I'm talking about. No, they they, no they didn't enlighten me, Chris. 
All what kids I- are pains in the asses. You catch you. Jed at the right moment. Okay, and then guess what I could do? Here you go, Evan. No, I, Here's I your son. But you, didn't really say, you said I hate kids. Well, you did say it was that, a yeah. general. Sometimes I say things generalizing. I paint the uh, you know the broad stroke. I apologize. No, I defended you. I said kids. I think that was just loogie with a shtick. Yeah. I think that was shtick, shtick. I don't like that word. Frankly, you don't like that word. Your wife didn't like that. I said that. I don't like that you word. Shtick. It's backhanded, and frankly, I don't appreciate. What's the word I should use? Damage. He was in there yesterday complaining. You jumped all over his stick. Now he doesn't want to use it. Oh, he did. <laughs> oh, I've heard this on a bridge. So, yes, yeah, four other people heard it, too. They, we're on afternoon drive here, and you stepped on my stick. <laughs> stick, see? Stepped uh, on your stick. You got to leave your stick alone. When we come back, the Jets want to keep Mike white? Is it just so we can keep those cool sweatshirts that say Mike bleep and white? We'll get to that. Of course, the toll-free number is 877-337-6666. It's c- Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com. .com/5g-home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Martin and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Oh, yeah. Carden Roberts here on the fan. Who's got the bridge show tonight? Loogie's got to. You can't be doing the bridge show, Big Mac. No. Big Mac's filling in for Craig. Can you imagine that? Sits here with me for four and a half hours and slides on over and bridges for a half hour. Yeah. I could do it. So you're going to bridge it up tonight, Loogie? Uh, yeah, I'm on the bridge. Nice. So check out Loogie's on the bridge show yes. later. And thank you, SNY. We appreciate it. So Robert Sala couldn't meet with Derek Carr because he got sick. Okay. Fair enough. He's already met with Derek Carr. How many times does he really need to meet with him? And then he puts over Mike White and says, we want to bring Mike White back because Mike White is a free agent. And I hope the Jets bring him back because I think White, as a backup, is perfect. Yeah. I think he's he's starting to show that that's who he is because you really can't trust him to stay healthy. And we also haven't seen enough of him over the course of a full season, yeah. like five games in a row, that would make you confident that he could be the guy. So as intrigued as I've always been about Mike White and how well I thought he played at times last year and even the year before, and I, I have the sweatshirt and I – Hold out hope. How awesome would it be if Mike White became the guy? Mm-hmm. I think we all agree he is not in the mix to be the starting quarterback for this team. But I'd love him back as a backup. Yeah. So for Sala to say, yeah, we want him back, I'm thinking, great. Does that mean we can get off this stupid Zach Wilson charade? Yeah. Because the idea of bringing Zach Wilson back makes no sense. It makes zero sense. It makes no sense from a backup perspective, and it also makes no sense from a what's-the-plan-for-the-future perspective. I don't even understand what Joe Douglas is talking about. I, I understand that you don't, you know, he hasn't reached his potential. We want to reach his potential. For what purpose, exactly? You're going to go out and get a veteran quarterback for the next couple of years, no matter what, especially if you sign Carr. If they go get Carr, what is the point of reaching Zach Wilson's full potential? The only thing I could think of is there's two things. Number one, they're just trying to keep his trade value up. But I don't think his words are going to impact his trade value. 
No. I don't. Like, I don't think so either. Talent evaluators and general managers are going to make yeah. their decision on Zach Wilson. That's not going to be based on Joe Douglas and Robert Sala saying all these positive things about him. Yeah. So it could be the case. It may be the case. It doesn't no. impact. And, and then I've heard a couple people, and I think BT has said this, and the idea of part of the Rodgers thing is that you get Rodgers for a year or two, and then you can go back to Zach. Well, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. It don't make any the sense. The timing fight. just doesn't. Even if you do get the best out of Zach, well, and, and, you, and you think he could be, what, are you going to give him a contract, pick up a fifth-year option? Well, there's, there's two problems with that. Number one, what you just said about the contract. Yeah, yeah, 100% right. Like, you're not picking up his fifth-year option. Now you got to give him a brand-new contract. The second thing is, if he's sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, no matter what the coaching staff thinks they're seeing, from what he's learning and how he's listening and what he's doing in practice, the theory is he's never going to play because yeah. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. So now in a year with a roster that they, they have been very uh, honest, that they think this is a championship-caliber yeah. team, right? now they're going to hand the reins over back to Zach Wilson? They're not going to do they're that. not going to do that. If Aaron Rodgers is here for year, a year and retires, they're going to go get somebody else. Yep. That's what they're going to do. They're going to go get a different veteran quarterback. Like, I can't see them saying, okay, let's hand it to Zach. No. So the other theory I would have is that do they think him sitting for a year behind Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr yeah. rehabs his value for next year to be moved? And I don't know about that one either. Like, I, Mitchell Trubisky was sort of able to do it. Mm-hmm. We Okay, he doesn't play. He's behind Josh Allen. And then all of a sudden, a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers say, and even Giant fans were talking about him last year too, hey, I'd bring him in, let him compete with another young quarterback, let's give him a shot. I'm not sure Zach Wilson can do that. Because I think in order to do that, you have to go to a separate organization, in my, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could just be benched by the team you're on, sit there for a year, and then all of a sudden, one year from now, Everybody's going to view Zach Wilson as, oh, we got to give him a shot. I just thought, I don't think that yeah, one works either. I don't see it either. I, I mean, I know they want they they don't want to get rid of him now. I, I guess maybe some sort of you could find yourself in another position where the quarterbacks are are sought well, highly sought after next year. But that's every year. I just can't imagine Zach Wilson having any more value. And they keep talking about him. And I know words are just words, and but it's just weird to me. Like, why are they still gung-ho? They're literally out there shopping, having dinner with quarterbacks. I know. That they're going to – you're going to have to give Carr a four- or five-year deal. I mean, he's going to be here for a while. You're out shopping for these quarterbacks saying, oh, yeah, we still have a gem. I, I, I <laughs> don't you kidding? I don't take it seriously. I know. Like, when I hear it, I, I'm like, okay, come on. He's not going to be here. The Mike White thing maybe a little bit more because, look, he's a free agent. And Mike White could sign anywhere. And I wonder, how do teams in the NFL view him? Do they view him and say, well, you know what? He looked good for a period of time. Right. Let's bring him in. Like, there are teams out there, I think Carolina is a great example, where one of the routes they may go, as opposed to signing Derek Carr, is bringing back Sam Darnold and drafting a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. And basically saying, okay, here's my veteran for a short period of time. Right. Then whoever I draft eventually plays. Would a team view Mike White in that light? Where they say, we're going to bring him in. He's going to get a chance to start right away, so we get a look at him. Right. And then whoever we draft early on, that guy's eventually going to get his shot. Basically, Mitchell Trubisky. Right. Basically, Tyrod Taylor with the Chargers, even though he got hurt. Right. Basically, that same idea. Yeah. Is Mike White viewed highly enough to be in that bucket of veteran quarterbacks that you right. would sign and just have a young guy take their job? Right. I don't know. I don't know how yeah. he's viewed. I mean, like, could you see the Colts, you know, bring him in and draft a quarterback and do that kind of scenario? I guess. I mean, it's not. it's not – Crazy. I think the backup is the better route, to be totally honest with you. And that's what Just, I want him as. Yeah, that's what you want him as because, honestly, I mean, I know it's small sample size, but his best games have been that first game in after you know after sitting for a while. That backup situation where he's really familiar with the offense, feels confident, probably ran in a bunch in practice, hasn't had to get out there and really you know face major competition. He feels good. He goes out there, he throws the ball around. And, he, and the other thing is you're not sure how a starter, and you're trying to do that, my concern is he never stays healthy. If 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 a team like the Colts or another team bring him in and do that game you're talking about, like the Panthers kind of game, I'm looking for somebody who's stable and I'll know play every week. I can't have my this now, now this kid gets thrusted into it. Right. If Mike White goes down and he's gotten he's gone down, he hasn't played more than two games in a row without I getting know. injured. Well, so the two injuries he had, one he hits his hand on a helmet right, the, in the in, Indianapolis game a year yes. ago, and then obviously last year his ribs are just blown up. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, right. I, I don't want to laugh at it. It sucks. But his ribs no. were just completely destroyed. Yeah. 
and he's barely been able to play a consistent amount of but time. I mean, I guess the, I, that that rib argument never. Part of it is learning how not to get hit when your ribs get broken. Like, isn't that part of the? Oh, really? So you're blaming Mike White? So I'm not blaming him. him compl- no, it's not all his fault. You're blaming but- the victim here. Okay. Yes. Yes. Learn how to take a hit. Stay oh, healthy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He sucks. He's just a loser. I didn't say. Oh, you see, here you go. Nah, I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I'm kidding around. I, I want him to be the backup. Like whoever the I think he'd be. I think he'd be a good backup. That's who I would want. But, By the way, and you, you know the team loves him. That's for sure. Yeah, the team loves him. The team loves him. Where did you find this audio of young Kevin Burkhart? Because I want to give the proper credit to where this came from. This I is saw fascinating. It, stuff. I saw it on Barstool. Barstool. Yes. All right. So credit to Barstool. They yes. have a lot of good stuff. Yes. They found like this really early Kevin Burkhart, even before yeah. he was at WFAN, yes. and he was Kevin Wayne. For doing updates and yes. doing shows here and there. And he was great, by the way. He was very good doing shows and doing updates. It was before that, on TV, was it like community access? Yeah, it looks like that, or maybe even just like a college kind of thing or something. This is crazy. So here's this tape of Kevin Burkhart. It sounds nothing like him. Nothing. He's got this thick, thick New Jersey accent. And remember, Kevin Burkhart called the Super Bowl this year. That's who he is. Yeah. Listen to this audio of the great, Kevin Burkhart. Welcome back, and it's roundtable time. We're all talking about Florida State's loss to Notre Dame. What about Notre Dame's loss to Boston College? Where do you <laughs> rank Boston College now that they had the huge upset in South Bend, Indiana, beating Notre Dame? I mean, how would you rank that if you're saying about moving Florida State down the polls? You'd have to move Boston College up. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. He doesn't even sound recognizable. It sounds nothing like him. Boston College. Boston College, I think you have to move him down. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's so Jersey, it's so pronounced. And what's amazing is when he came to the fan, he was here like oh five, oh six, oh seven, kind of in that range. Mm-hmm. Like I that. just missed. I came here in um, January of oh seven, and I, I, he might have still been. I was interning at that point. I've never run into him in the building. Really? Yeah. So he was. He he wasn't around long, much longer than oh seven. Okay, so it was like the oh five to oh seven ish range. Yeah. He didn't sound like that at all. No, no, I remember him on air, and I remember hearing him. I never ran into him in the building, but yeah, no, I mean that. I mean, and he tweeted it out. He retweeted the video and said, "If there's any, if there's anything to take from this, it's that a young broadcaster can go from this to the Super Bowl." Yes, and he's 100 percent right. Listen to that, and not that you know his content's bad or whatever, but he calls the Super Bowl. Yeah, amazing. Wait, I heard old uh, Stern clips when he was at NBC. Uh, yeah. That they air up on Sirius. Did he sound like the movie? Sounds like a different guy. The, like the movie, the WN, like that that kind of like yes. nasally kind of voice yes. he puts on when he's first getting his radio career yes. going in to, private parts. To a degree, yes. Okay. To a degree. It's okay. not as exaggerated. Yeah, it's more pronounced. He's doing more of an impression It's a 100%. Yeah. Like, you could see where it comes from. Yeah. But I listen to him, and he doesn't sound the same at all. Like, it's almost unrecognizable. Yeah. I think Craig played an old clip of himself. Remember that clip he has where he interviews Mike and the Mad Dog? From 25 years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound anything no, like it. No, it sounds different, yeah. So I have the tape. I got to listen back to see if I sound the same. From Game 706. I was doing the overnight that night mm-hmm. here at WFAN. So it's 2006, obviously October of 06. It's 2023 now, so was that 17 years ago? 16 and a half years ago? I mean, we could find it. I know exactly how to find it. Oh, you can find it yourself. You know what day exactly? Yeah, I think I know the day. It was the day they lost. Well, I'm saying give them the – we can get the date. I can go into the archive files and tell me what time you started. We can't find it for today probably, though. For no, I could probably do it in, in the next 10 minutes. All yeah. right. Let's see if you get like like 30 seconds. So it's give him the exact What was date. the date of Mets-Cardinals game seven? Right, Whatever it is, it's date. easy to look up. All right, look up the date. Yeah. I'll find it for All you. All right, you find that for me. I'll find it for you. Thank you. Phil is and in then the- what time are you on? You got to remember what time you were 2 on. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. You started at 2 a.m. Yeah, so pick like 3.15, so okay. it's easy. Okay. Phil is in Williamsburg. Hey, Phil. Yeah. Hey, so I just wanted to say uh, with Zach Wilson, I mean, he lost me with that whole drama of sleeping with his uh, friend's mom or whatever like that. I mean, you don't hear Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, you know, being caught up in this uh, juvenile drama. So, <laughs> I don't know. Personally, for me, right there and then, I mean, he, he, he lost me right there. That's you know? so funny. And, uh, At the time, it, it was such the opposite. Yeah. I, At, that was one, it was what made him great. Yeah, I have to admit, and maybe that's one of my uh, coldest <laughs> takes from my WFA Do you remember run? that nonsense? Oh, and it wasn't just you. It was other players around the NFL. Yeah, yeah. We thought he was badass. <laughs> yeah. We thought this guy was awesome. I remember making the point to, to Craig. I made it to Joe where I said, you know what? This ups his cool factor around the league. He's yeah. got the respect of fellow NFL veterans because he slept with his friend's mom. And But I, I do remember at the time even saying, 
if he doesn't play well, it goes nowhere. He's got to right. he's got to turn oh, it into of course. he's got to turn it into playing well. And but they were winning. He wasn't playing well, but they were winning early but, on in the year. But in theory, when he came back, at least, yeah, no, I first. But in theory, yes, I thought, oh yeah, he's the locker room's gonna love him. Raising Seaford, what's up, Bray? Hey, fellas, what's up? Listen, regarding Wilson, you're missing a big point. What's up? Number one, Aaron Rodgers was uh, Wilson's hero. And number two, they're both douches. So I think it's perfect. <laughs> it's like douchey harmony. <laughs> he just, have a good day, guys. He just wanted to drop in the douche line. I mean, they're both, it's perfect. Yeah. I, I think Aaron Rodgers, whether you think he's douchey or not, like, that yeah. doesn't matter. No, it has no it, bearing I don't on care. any of this. But, 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 but. I don't believe that because Aaron Rodgers is Zach Wilson's hero, that means a damn thing in terms yeah. of turning his career around. Nothing. Because I also don't think, and this is sort of a knock on Aaron Rodgers, but it's the reality. I don't think Aaron Rodgers, despite the positive things he has said about Zach in the past, and he has, mm-hmm. that Aaron Rodgers has any freaking interest in babysitting and developing his replacement. None. Like, I don't think that None. fascinates him in no. any way whatsoever. No, that's not part of the sell job. You can come here and really help this young kid out. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. And, and I don't I don't need him to care. It's not why I'm bringing him here. I agree. I'm bringing him here to take this roster that I think is a championship roster and seeing if that's actually true and, with a legitimately great quarterback. And most quarterbacks don't care. They may say the right thing, yeah. but most guys don't. The only guy who I think has shown it enough where you say, wow, that guy's an angel, that guy really did care, was Alex Smith. Right. The rave reviews about Alex Smith, the way he handled Patrick Mahomes, even the situation with Colin Kaepernick. Like, yeah. he's, uh, he was great, like, yeah. helping guys develop and basically right. take his job. And uh, to a lesser extent, because he was never the player Alex Smith was, Josh McCown kind of obviously took over that leadership role, but he really only had a couple of handfuls of The, the difference years between a guy like McCown, though, and Smith or Rodgers is that. Those guys are established starters. Right. Those guys are winners. Obviously, yeah. Rodgers far greater than Smith. But Smith had a fine career. Yeah, I he did. did. Yeah. Josh McCown's just lucky he's a starting quarterback. No, I get you. And he probably had coaching in his aspirations. Oh, of course. His future aspirations. He had yeah. it all planned out. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Just a couple of interesting factoids I'm sure the audience would be interested in. In his last two games, Kyrie Irving is shooting 37% from the field, 14% from three. He's averaging four fouls per game, and the Mavericks are 0-2. <laughs> Not playing well. Also, it appears like James Harden really wants to leave Philly after the year and wants to go back to Houston. This is all I have left. What a, what a joke. This is all I, all I have what left an absolute joke. is hating and rooting against these gentlemen. And it's, the not, it's not very hard, though. I'm sorry. It's just not very hard to, to root against what? them. To root to against, against them? them. Well, now yeah, he but... wants to go back to Houston? Yeah. He's got to be kidding me. Yeah. He's got to be hitting me after what he did to, to get out of and there. And I'm not sure necessarily if I like that or not because here's the weird, quick synopsis on why it's not the best thing in the world. As much as Harden leaving Philly is awesome because it leaves them yeah. you know, in a different spot. The Nets and Rockets have pick swaps. So the Rockets getting good is not necessarily a good yeah, thing. I, does Harden even make you good anymore? Uh, I think he makes the guys around them better. Yeah. I think so. I think he definitely improves that young roster now. Is it to the point where the pick swaps are going to hurt the Nets? I'm not really sure. But, yeah, I guess if I have to weigh the two, I'd probably prefer Harden just leaves. Yeah. I think that's kind of fun. We want to fail in, in Philly. Yeah. Well, just don't win a championship. That's all I'm asking for. And a big night tonight at Madison Square Garden. Patrick Kane's yes. going to make his Ranger debut after we heard about it for like a week and a half. It was all the talk. It's 99% done. It's almost done. Yeah. You finally got it done as the Rangers take on the Senators tonight. So it's a hot market, man. I mentioned this earlier on the show. I was looking at the secondary market for tonight's game. It is very, very hot. Like, I'm going to look right now. Game starts in 45 minutes or so. All right? If you want to just get in the building, wow, it's gone up. Holy of course. It's, it's a big night. Standing room only. The three-time Stanley Cup champion. That's great. A standing room only <laughs> ticket, $266. Oh, my goodness. Let me see my season tickets. If you want to sit on the there's like nothing. There's nothing available on the bridge, even in the resale market. If you want to sit on the bridge, $300. It's not right. bad. <laughs> How much are you selling those Nick tickets for? Three hundred dollars a <laughs> <Not> pop. That. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Nah, dude, the Rangers are a hotter ticket, man. They certainly are. And this is this is a big night, man. They went out and added this year. I mean, to f- to follow up last year's run, 
uh, and to get hot, really, uh, at a, a couple weeks ago, to add the couple of guys they've added here, including Kane now, I mean, they are, as from top to bottom, as offensively talented as they've been in recent memory. It, and th- this is going to be fun. So It's going to be fun. Lugie made a lot of headlines yesterday. It was very funny, so I'm giving him credit. When he would not answer the definition of doing damage mm-hmm. for the New York Knicks yes. in the postseason, yes. I think things are very, very simple for the New York Rangers. Yes. Very, very simple. And it doesn't matter that they're seven points behind Carolina nope. or six points behind the Devils or a million points like everyone else is behind, behind the Boston yeah. Bruins. This is a cup or bust season. Yep. No, you're 100% right. I, I think it's simple. That's very simple. Win the cup. That They've done enough now. It's you have you need the goalie to play the way the goalie's capable of playing, and Igor. That's it. Win the cup. Anything else than anything less than that. Now, look, if they get to an Eastern Conference Finals against Boston and lose in Game Seven, it's disappointing, and you know I won't be happy with it. They have to win the cup. They oh, have no, to win the no cup. No doubt. Now they're not in a spot where their windows closing you can tomorrow. That kind of loss, but. Yeah. Uh, they don't understand no, they, anything. Did you understand yeah. last year's conference finals loss? No, really after they took it? a 2-0 lead? No. They were up 2-0 and they led in game three, if yeah. memory serves correct. I, I, I vaguely Did they have a one nothing lead in that game? Maybe. Like I think a, you're right. I think like you're a right. freaking hockey czar. Yeah, I think you're here. right. Remembering all this crap. But no, you're right. They got to win. Now it's cup time. They got to win the cup. And you're right. The window's not closing. They got a, a bunch of young, talented guys. Yeah, when, when I say it's cup or boss, I'll make something clear. It doesn't mean it's like the Yankees every year. Or yeah. the Mets. It doesn't mean, oh, you don't win this year, it's over. Like, there are certain teams where you could look at the roster and say, boy, you better win this year or it's over. It's just that that's the expectation now. The expectation now is go win the whole damn thing. Like, go do it. Especially after last year when they made that run. And you know what also hurts the Rangers? It's what helps the Knicks. It's what makes everything the Knicks do seem bigger and more special. The Knicks have won one round. One round in 23 years. One round. Over that same period of time, I would lose count if I added up how many rounds the Rangers have won. Yeah, I'd lose count. Of course. They've won a ton of rounds. So runs in the postseason you've seen. It's like, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, lose the conference finals. I've seen that. You know, the Knicks winning two games in the first round is like, let's have a party. Like, let's go outside right. Madison Square Garden and freak out because right. we never see that. Yeah. So I think the the recency, and not even the recency, the Lundquist era, which isn't that recent, actually raises the bar even more. No doubt. No doubt. They've seen a ton of playoff games. We've seen a ton of Game 7s. They've seen victories. They've seen Cup Finals. We've seen it all except hosting the trophy. That's it. It's the only thing left to do. And this team is talented enough to do it. There's, uh, you know, Last year, they made this great run. Everyone expected it to be, you know, I remember Marash saying they're going to be like the 98 Yankees this year. Like There was some high expectations heading into the season, and now they've bolstered it with two excellent goal scorers who score goals in the playoffs. Kane's a two, three-time champion. Yeah, I got with, bad news. The Rangers are losing tonight. I, I'm really oh. sorry. I don't want to be that guy. You Three just to lost one. half your coalition. Three to one. Yeah, speaking of my coalition, uh, we are forming it. It's a Nick hating coalition. It features net fans that hate the Knicks. Mm-hmm. It features the people that hate basketball. And it features Ranger fans who feel disrespected by everyone wanting to talk Knicks and never giving the Rangers the proper respect they deserve. The only thing I need is a name for it. So if you have a name idea for this coalition of hating the Knicks, mm-hmm. maybe that's the name. Coalition of hating I the mean, Knicks. I mean, you could go on the nose like that. Done! Look, Tweet works. at me at Evan Roberts WFAM. But we're, we're going to be a very big group of people. Net fans who hate the Knicks. Think. They, they, there's, there's like four people right there. There's many. There's 37 people that can't stand basketball, and then Ranger fans who feel disrespected. We are your vestige of hope. <laughs> now, shut up over there! <laughs> you can't escape them. And finally, Connor did some digging. While we could not find anything from the overnight I did in 06 when the Cardinals beat the Mets in Game 7, he did find this very random, like, seven-second clip in which me and Jerry Recco are talking to each other in 06. And the only reason why we're intrigued is we notice how people's voices changes over the years because of the Kevin Burkhardt clip. And even with Craig, we've noticed it. And with Stern, we've noticed it. So let's see if my voice or Recco's voice have changed in the last 17 years. Oh, Jesus. 17 years. Go ahead. What do you expect from this trip, Recco? 10 games. What do you say? <laughs> 9 and 1. 9 and 1. Pretty much, yeah. What about 10 and 0? Oh? Let's not get greedy. Recco sounds exactly the same. <laughs> Recco sounds exactly the same. I sound like I What do you go expect through... from this trip, Recco? 10 games. What do you say? <laughs> what do you expect from this trip? What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? I think I sound like Jody Mack. What do you expect from this trip? What do you say? <laughs>
Huh? What do you think, Jerry? Jerry, answer <laughs> what do you me, Jerry. This trip, Recco, ten games. What do you say? What do you say? Answer me, Jerry. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what you think, Jerry. How does that happen? Like I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know. Seventeen years ago, I had a higher pitch voice. Yeah. That, was that your interpretation? Higher pitch voice? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to explain. It just sounds different. You sound younger. I sound younger. You sound more youthful. You sound happier. You sound thinner. You sound, uh, you know. Why do you gotta say that? You did. I sound thinner. Yeah, the echoes of the 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 jowls weren't there. All right, that's it. I'm I'm losing weight. I've had enough. Can I uh, ask you guys I'll join one? You. Let's do a biggest loser club here. At the yeah, station. let's go. Can let's I ask go. you guys one quick question before we get out of here? Yeah. Which Kane will have the better debut? Patrick Kane with the Rangers or Kane Undertaker's brother at Hell in the Cell? Go ahead. Oh wait, I did the sniff. <laughs> Is his name Kane? Uh, Kane. Remember Kane? That's no, got to no. be Kane. That's no, got to be Kane. No, I know who Kane is. You, Kane and Undertaker's brother is now named what? Huh? What? what? I'm confused. What the hell are you talking is about? Is there a new uh, hell? Whose debut are we talking it, it, about? Kane, excuse me. Luke, I'll answer this very easily for everybody. One Kane will end up as a champion. The other won't. Ah! All right. Is Kane? I'll leave it at that. Is there a new Kane coming? I in? will leave it at. Is there going to be a new Kane in wrestling or not? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyhow, great oh, job, Big Mac. You did fantastic. Thank you, Connor. I'm the MVP over there. Yeah, bro. Connor did a great job. I got to hand it to you. Yep. And of course, well, Tommy... it's, it's easier to find clips when you're not carrying the show. You know. What was that? <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, wow. that's right. Throw a little last dig in there at 626. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> and a great job by Tommy Lugauer. Tomorrow, Joe's McFly will hang out I'm with me. I'm looking forward. We're going to talk some Yankee baseball. I'm pumped. We're going to do everything for four and a half hours. Well, you so. guys are going to do everything. I'm going to talk Yankee baseball with him. He I'm won't, pumped. He won't shut up. I'm trying to end this show. Well, this is my time, and man. Get He'll him. tell you. I, uh... I'm trying to end the show to get him to go on a train, <laughs> and he's just like blabbing all over the place. Anyhow, Joe's McFly tomorrow. You can download Rico Bronia whenever you want. We did a very nice podcast about Ronnie Mauricio and a lot of emails on the pitch clock. But before you do that, you should listen to my friend Tommy Lugauer and Keith McPherson. A lot of devil's talk tonight. All right? Expect that. So enjoy your night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. All right, one last thing real quick. I know I'm ending the show. <laughs> okay. this Some, one of the fans, because we'll forget about it by tomorrow. One Go of ahead. the fans uh, on Twitter just gave us a name, and I think it's perfect. Go ahead. For the coalition. Yes. Damage control. Damage control. That's a tag team in the WWE. Right, yeah, it is. Okay, I didn't know Well, it's know a faction, it. technically. It's, right? it's Bailey. But, all right, but he says the word damage. All right. I say the, the Knicks are associated with damage now. I say the coalition has stopped the New York Knicks, but whatever. That's bad, too. Have a good night, everybody. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.